and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Adam Chalk, and I am here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings-on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events, and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. So why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, yes, and welcome to the Friday edition of the podcast. Fridays is now the day that we review Impact Wrestling. I know there's a few of you out there that don't watch Impact. I'm going to say it again. I implore you to go and watch Impact. I think it's great. There's not enough eyes on it. It's not at the level of WWE or AEW. But it's still a very good show, in my opinion. And let's get straight to it, shall we? Because they opened up with... 73-year-old Action Mike Jackson versus Trey Miguel for the X Division Championship. Incredible that Mike Jackson is still going at his age and on TV. Uh, There's a bit of back and forth early on until a cheap shot by Miguel floors Mike Jackson. Uh, He goes for a springboard moonsault, but he misses. Jackson fires up, hits clotheslines and a neckbreaker. Uh, The fight ends up on the floor where Miguel runs himself into the ring post. Uh, Back in the ring, Jackson hits an arm breaker and then goes for old school where he walks halfway across the ring, or around the ring, should I say, until being pulled down by Miguel. And then the finish came when Trey hit a lightning spiral and picked up the win. After the match, Trey Miguel goes to get his spray paint from underneath the ring, but was spooked by something under there. We then see it is Crazy Steve. Um, He tags himself with Trey's logo. He's got loads of paint all over him. Uh, Miguel tries to escape up the ramp, but Black Tarus comes out behind him. So Miguel runs away through the crowd. Right, so... The match was in no way a great match. Obviously, there are limitations to uh, what could happen in the match. But who the hell am I to disrespect the 73-year-old action Mike Jackson and say that this wasn't very good? Uh, He does things a 30-year-old would love to do. And credit to him. I think it's great to see him still going strong and wrestling on TV in 2023. He knows more about pro wrestling than I ever will, so I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't do a great job. Yeah, quite an enjoyable start. Jim Miller is then backstage with Josh Alexander and he talks about this six person shooter match for the number one contendership for his world title in the main event Uh, Steve Macklin interrupts him basically says he should be in the match and sends him a warning because he's coming for Josh Alexander's title and then we get the good hands uh, Jason Hotch and John Schuyler versus Kushida and Kevin Knight 
in our next match. Uh, Kushida and Knight work over Skyler together. Hotch gets a blind tag though and nails Kushida in the back to take control for his team. Uh, Skyler with a high knee. Hotch with a German gets a two. Kushida fights back with a handspring elbow. Uh, Knight gets the hot tag, runs wild. Kushida back in the ring, hits a cartwheel drop kick to John Skyler. He gets Hotch up on his shoulders for Knight to pull off an impressive standing drop kick. Uh, he dives out the ring to keep Skyler on the floor and Kushida locks in the hoverboard lock on Jason Hotch and wins the match a very short match but still decent I thought uh, Kushida's starting to get back to the form he has shown before he joined the WWE in my opinion he's not quite at that level yet but he is getting there yeah, good stuff, enjoyable uh, Giselle Shaw is then demanding to find out who her partner is when she and Joe Vidal uh, walk into Santino Morella's dressing room, I'm guessing it was. Uh, Vidal then goes nuts when he sees who it is that's going to be her partner because he's a big fan, but we don't see who it is at this point. We have a bit of a face-to-face between Mickey James and Jordan Grace, teasing a rematch between the two of them. And then it is Death Dolls, Tyre Valkyrie, and Jessica versus Giselle Shaw and Tara, as they call her, Tara to us over in uh, Victoria for WWE fans. Shaw tags herself into the match right away. Uh, Tyre, though, beats her down in the corner. Hip attack in the corner. Double knees. That gets a two count. Jessica with some kicks, but then misses a leg drop. Uh, Shaw hits a super kick on her for a two count. She then unloads on her and delivers splashes in the corner and a flying back elbow. Uh, she gets in the face of Tara. Tara? I'm going to call her Tara. Uh, and get, Turns around and gets wiped out by Jessica. Tyre gets back in and Vidal takes her legs out, but Rosemary spears the hell out of him on the outside. Uh, Shaw hits Tyre with the spider web, uh, the move that Tara is known for. That gets a two count. She's still refusing to tag Tara in. Uh, Tara gets in the ring, though, berates her. Shaw demands her to get out of her ring. Uh, Death Dolls are just eating popcorn at this point, which is quite amusing. Tara then hits Shaw with a widow's peak, walks away up the ramp. Jessica hits the sick bomb and wins the match. Great to see Tara, Victoria, Tara, whatever you want to call her, back in the ring. Even though I would love, uh, would have liked to have seen her do a little bit more. But... It's fine, she's back. Uh, I think it is just a one-off, but great to see her. And a fun little tag team match, I thought. We didn't see a weird video of Taylor Wilde doing some tarot cards, and she's on a collision course with Killer Kelly again. Enjoyed their match from last week, so that would be good. Uh, Santino Morella talks with Dave LaGreca about his interview 
last week with Tommy Dreamer when Bully Ray walks in and has a go at Santino about not being in the main event sends him a warning about what he did to Scott D'Amore a couple of weeks ago Gia Miller interviews Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans about the tension between the two of them where Tasha Steeles just says she's had enough basically and walks off and our next tag team match was the major players Brian Myers and Matt Cardona versus Bullet Clubs Chris Bay and Ace Austin uh, Bay and Cardona start off the match and Bay easily gets the better of the open exchanges uh, some great assisted strikes by Bullet Club offer Cardona distraction though Myers pulls Ace neck first into the ropes uh, Cardona and Myers then get in control. They single out Ace Austin. But he fights back, hits an enziguri, and Chris Bay gets the hot tag. Uh, springboard kick to Myers and takes down Cardona with a top rope clothesline for two. On the outside though, Myers sends Ace Austin into the steel steps. And off that distraction, Cardona hits... What? I'm going to call the woo-woo kicks. I can't remember what it's called in WWE. Uh, Myers hits a nice top rope elbow drop. That gets a two count. Uh, Bay and Ace Austin fight back though. And Ace on, uh, ends up rolling up Matt Cardona and winning the match. Look, the finish was a little bit of a mess. I don't really know what happened there. Didn't look great. But the rest of the match was pretty good. I think Brian Myers is massively underrated as an in-ring guy for me. Uh, I know he's he's not the first on anybody's list, but I really like him. And it's always entertaining when Chris Bay and Ace Austin get together in these tag matches. Personally, I prefer the version of Matt Cardona that we got in GCW. But I do like what he's doing. I like him as a heel. Uh, there are rumours that he's heading back to WWE. I don't know if that is happening. Uh, I think we will see him back in WWE at some point. Whether that's going to be this weekend or not, I don't know. If he does, I hope they keep him as a heel as well. But yeah, good fun match again. After the match though... Joe Hendry appears on the stage. He agrees to a match with Matt Cardona for the Digital Impact title, whatever it's called. Digital Media title, that's it. Uh, he then shows his latest music video. And, of course, it was awesome. Uh, basically, calling Matt Cardona Edge's bitch. If you're not on the Joe Hendry hype train, get on it. Because he's just awesome. I love Joe Hendry. Jonathan Gresham then was up against Sheldon Jean. Uh, Gresham basically out-wrestled this guy for a little bit. What, a minute, two minutes? And then sort of yanked his knee and then nailed him in the back of the head and won the match. Uh, this was nothing really, but Jonathan Gresham is a great get for Impact Wrestling. And he's going to have a great run with them. I fully expect him to be a world champion at some point. Um, 
maybe not that far in the distance either. The main event then was this six shooter or golden six shooter match. Uh, Chris Saban, Moose, Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan, Rich Swan, and Rhino. It was elimination style. Uh, the first sort of decent moment was Rhino getting the better of Moose after a standoff with him. It was all a little bit everyone roll out to the outside for two guys to go at it in the ring for pretty much most of the match. Well, the first elimination came when Moose speared Rhino, but Callahan superkicked him and then pinned Rhino to eliminate him. Moose felt like the star of this match for me, but he was nearly eliminated by Saban after a tornado DDT. Swan hit a frog splash. He got a two count on Callahan. Uh, Edwards powerbombed Swan onto Saban in quite a nice spot. He then hit a tiger driver on Saban as well. That gets two. And then we get PCO trying to get at Eddie Edwards. Coming down the ramp. Uh, this is when Saban rolls Edwards up and he gets eliminated. Moose eliminates Saban with a big spear. Um, Swan rolled up Moose out of nowhere to eliminate him as well a little bit later. <clears throat> the design then come out to ringside. And Dina tells Callahan it's time for his last initiation step. He demands that he takes out Rich Swan. He does half-heartedly attempt to, but Swan is tough and he fights back and eventually wins the match with a 450 splash. After the match, the design hit the ring. Uh, Swan's trying to help Callahan, but they all attack him. They try and make Callahan end him, but uh, Uemura, Josh Alexander and Frankie Kazarian all come out and make the save for Rich Swan. An entertaining main event with what I would call a surprising outcome for me. I'm not a big Rich Swan fan, if I'm honest. I respect his work and he is great, but it's just not for me. I still think Moose is the biggest star in the company. So I would be pushing him as far as I possibly could. Uh, the whole design and Sammy Callahan stuff is not for me personally. So I'm not a fan of that. But I did once again enjoy Impact this week. It's a pretty easy two hours to watch. There are some bits I don't really understand what's going on. Just because I haven't necessarily been watching that long. But it is enjoyable and well worth the watch. And that is your Impact Review. And as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. I am at AdamChalk8 on there. I will be back tomorrow with the WWE Smackdown and AW Rampage reviews. Hopefully there will be a Royal Rumble uh, prediction podcast going up either today or tomorrow as well. Have a good weekend if I don't see you till Monday, but we will have the Royal Rumble review. But I've been Adam Chalk, thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.